the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of this Mother's Day message is A Mother Who Wanted the Best for Her Children. A Mother Who Wanted the Best for Her Children. From Matthew chapter 20, 20 to 20 through 23, which was read for us a little earlier. Today we are celebrating the institution of God called motherhood. There are no words that can justly honor our mothers. I'm aware that Mother's Day is anything but happy for some person here today. Maybe you want to be a mother, but you can't for some reason. Perhaps some of you have not had the best mother in the world. Some of you have had a mother who passed on and is now in heaven. Some mothers here have lost a child to death. Some of you mothers feel the pain of a wayward child this morning. And some of you are raising your child or children all alone and working hard to nurture them and to support them. One thing we must always remember is that God chose our mothers for us and us for our mothers. None of us could make that choice, but God knew who would be best for us. And so in his infinite wisdom and knowledge, he knew just which mother we needed. Now whether your mother is here today, or whether she is gone to be with the Lord, or perhaps she is in a faraway place where you cannot see her today. We want to recognize their contribution to our lives and give them honor for the job that they have done in raising us. There's a time when every mother had great dreams for her children, but sad to say that we are living in an age where too many mothers are not fulfilling their role and training up their children in the ways of the Lord. Jesus told us that there would come a time when parents and children would turn against one another. And scripture also bears out the fact that we are going to see the family relationship deteriorate even more before the coming of Jesus Christ to earth again. 
But thank God for your mother, if she was a mom who cared for you, taught you right from wrong, and watched over you. Is a testimony to the love of a mother that no matter how far from God her children may, may run or whatever kind of life they may be living, she never gives up on them. There's a picture of a mother in the New Testament that I want to call uh, to your attention. Like any other mom, all she really wanted was for her sons to do well. And the fact that her sons were grown really wasn't all that relevant. She still wanted them to do well. And she would do whatever she needed to do to make sure they did well, including talking to their boss. And so the first point is that this mother... We're going to talk about this mother's audacious request or ambitious request. We live in an ambitious world. We want to know who is the best, fastest, strongest, loudest, and richest. And let's face it, life is about winning and losing. That's why we love sports and board games. We want to know who is up and who is down and who is hot and who is not. And, and that's why this mother came to Jesus. In the great game of life, she wanted to make sure that her sons came out ahead. If that means asking for a favor from Jesus, she was glad to do it because she felt that her sons deserved it. She had big dreams and her sons had large ambitions. Despite what you may think about her, ambition itself is not evil. If you don't have any ambition, why bother getting out of bed in the morning? You may just as well roll over and sleep all day. Ambition is merely a strong desire regarding the future. As such, it can be positive or negative, good or bad. It can be very useful if we are ambitious for the right things. But let's look at the conversation between this mother of uh, two sons, disciples of Jesus. In uh, Matthew 20, verses 20 through 21, Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What is your request? he asked. She replied, In your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. Now, while it is easy to criticize this mother, in reality, she was doing what any good mother would do. I can't blame her for coming to Jesus. All she really wanted was for her sons to do well and to get ahead in life. Many Bible commentators uh, suggest that the mother was Salome, the sister of Mary, the mother of Jesus. 
And if that is true, then James and John are first cousins to Jesus, and she is Jesus' aunt. Now, if that is the case, then perhaps she thought that Jesus would take care of his own family members first. And so she kneels humbly before Jesus and asks with great respect that James and John be given the seats of highest honor in the kingdom. Now, at this point, we come up against a danger all parents face. It is easy to want our children to fulfill our dreams instead of God's will for them. Often we try to force our children into a mold of our own choosing. And let every parent ponder this. Your desires for your desires and God's desire for your children may not be the same. But let us look at at uh, Jesus' response in Matthew 20, 22, uh, and 23. But Jesus answered by saying to them, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I am about to drink? Oh yes, they replied, we are able. Jesus told them, You will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say Who will sit on my right or my left? My father has has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. Now, if you notice, Jesus does not rebuke this mother and her sons, even though the other disciples were pretty angry at them. He simply tells them, that they don't know what they were asking for. Then he asked the men if they can drink the cup that he is about to drink. And they bravely replied, yes, we can. But they did not realize their suffering was still ahead of them and their work was just starting. You see, James was the first apostle to die at the hands of Herod Agrippa in Acts chapter 12. And John was the last apostle to die. He ended up in exile on the island of Patmos. You see, it is almost as if Jesus is saying, I admire your bravery and I will reward you by making you bookends for the apostles. One will die first and the other will die last. What can we learn from this mother on Mother's Day 2017? We can learn that she wanted her sons to be a part of Christ's kingdom. She wanted her sons to be a part of Christ's kingdom. Her sons had left the family business, fishing, to follow Jesus. She recognized the great calling upon her sons' lives as they walked with Jesus. Look again at Matthew chapter 20 and verse 21 from the message paraphrase. It says, what do you want? Jesus asked. She said, give your word that these two sons of mine will be awarded the highest places of honor in your kingdom. One at your right hand, one at your left hand. The mother and sons probably thought the kingdom 
was soon to come, so they wanted to get their application in early. And to use a phrase for, from the college admissions process, they wanted early decision by Jesus. You see, the point is that they wanted to be a part of the kingdom of Christ. Salome recognized the great calling upon her son's lives as they walked with Jesus. She began to hear of the miracles and the great teachings, and it began to dawn upon her that God had blessed her children far above the dreams she had for them. You see, a mother's love never weakens. And so it was with this mother of James and John. She never ceased trying to make things better for her sons. This story is told of um, Solomon Rosenberg and his family during World War II. And this is a true story. Solomon Rosenberg, his wife and their two sons, his father and mother were arrested and placed in a Nazi concentration camp. It was a labor camp, and the rules were quite simple. As long as you can do your work, you are permitted to live. When you become too weak to do your work, then you are exterminated. Rosenberg watched his mother and father marched off to their deaths. He knew that the youngest son, David, would be the next because David had always been a frail child. Every evening when Mr. Rosenberg came back to the barracks after his hours of labor, he searched for the faces of his, of his family. When he found them, they would huddle together, embrace one another, and thank God for another day of life. One day, Rosenberg came back and didn't see those familiar faces. He finally discovered his oldest son, Joshua, in a corner huddled, weeping and praying. He said, Josh, tell me it isn't true. And Joshua turned and said, it's true, Papa. Today, David was not strong enough to do his work. And so they came for him. But where is your mother? asked Mr. Rosenberg. Oh, Papa, he said. When they came for David, he was afraid, and he cried. Mama said, there is nothing to be afraid of, David. And she took his hand and went with him. Yes, sometimes a mother's love carries a very high price tag. There's nothing so bold or courageous as a mother who is protecting or fighting for her children. This mother, Salome, sought Jesus for the safety and the well-being of her sons. Can you imagine for a moment just the conversation between Zebedee and Salome when she said, You know, Zeb, I think I ought to, or I'll go and talk to Jesus about the boys to see if I can put in a good word for them. 
And Zebedee being a man and father saying, Salome, let it alone. If the boys wanted you to do that, I'm sure they would have asked. And besides, they are big enough to talk to Jesus themselves. When are you going to let them grow up? Aren't you glad that moms still do that kind of thing? And moms, if you don't, you should. You should be your children's biggest fan club. You should let everyone know just how great your children are and that they are the most important people in the world to you. But the third point is that she wanted them to be active in the work of God's kingdom. She wanted them to be active in the work of God's kingdom or Christ's kingdom. Salome knew if her sons were close to Jesus, they would be doing kingdom work. I'm sure that she probably heard of the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus gave, where he said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. See, Salome wanted them to put the kingdom of of God first. He wanted them to be busy for the Lord. The churches are full of people content just to fill a pew on Sunday mornings. There are plenty of people willing to sit back and receive the blessings, but seldom will they get involved in doing the work of the kingdom. But where does the spirit of service begins? It begins at home with mothers and fathers setting the example and praying that their sons and daughters might be involved in the work of God's kingdom as teachers and leaders and uh, being in a position to disciple others to lead them into the kingdom. Mrs. Salome wanted her children to be actively involved in the work of Christ's kingdom and we need to walk in her footsteps as well. But the final point is that she had high expectations for her sons. She had high expectations for her sons. And I like that. She wanted them on the right hand, on the left hand of Jesus. You see, when you're working in a kingdom, there are no higher positions than those on the right and on the left of the king himself. And that's what Salome wanted for her sons. Or we may consider her brash and and, um, presumptuous, but I admire her boldness. Too often we have settled for mediocrity in the church. For too long we have been content with just barely making it through the door. For too long we have been content to sit back and let things happen without having um, a say in what's going on. It is time for us to strive as the people of God for excellence, to reach for the very best there is. The Lord calls us to be his disciples and to be effective workers in his kingdom. Thank God for mothers who never give up on their children. Thank God for a mother who cared enough to teach us about God. Thank God for a mother that stuck by us when we didn't deserve her loyalty. 
For those mothers listening to me this morning, I want to encourage you to dream big dreams for your children and to never give up those dreams. When times are hard, hang in there and be the strength of your family. When the children push you to the, to the breaking point, hold on to God's unchanging hand and keep walking. Above all else, mothers, you are responsible for teaching and raising your children in the fear of the Lord. Our society today is in trouble because too many mothers have forgotten their responsibility to their children or even have led them away from God and from his word. I wish every one of us uh, had inscribed on the walls of our home the words of Dorothy Nolte's work, children learn what they live. And then keep um, constantly um, referring back to, back to those activities, especially if you, ha- if you have young children. And uh, Nolte says, if a child lives with criticism, he learns to condemn. If a child lives with hostility, he learns to fight. If a child lives with ridicule, he learns to be shy. If a child lives with shame, he learns to feel guilty. If a child lives with tolerance, he learns to be patient. If a child lives with encouragement, he learns confidence. If a child lives with praise, he learns to appreciate. If a child lives with fairness, he learns justice. If a child lives with security, he learns to have faith. If a child lives with approval, he learns to like himself. And if a child lives with acceptance and friendship, he learns to find love in the world. But I would would like to add one more to that list. If a child grows up in the church and learns the love of Jesus Christ, then he or she will not forget it when they get old. So to every mother who hears this message, I want to say that God has given you a great blessing in the form of children. He has given you a life or lives to mold and to train in the ways of righteousness. This is the most important job of motherhood and a great responsibility. On this day of the year when all of us honor your position as mother, let me say to you that we are proud of you if you're a mother. As a church, we thank you for your dedication and hard work. As husbands and fathers, we praise you and love you for your love and patience and endurance. As your pastor, I greatly appreciate all of the kindness and grace that you have shown to me and to my family. All of us applaud you, mothers. We wish for you a great, we wish for you a great day. We hope that this day, each of your children will say, I love you, mom. And hearing the words, I love you, mom. And knowing that God is a a special reward for you should make all of your difficulties worth facing, all of your burdens worth bearing, all of your tears worth shedding, all of your anxieties worth enduring, 
all of your heartaches worth having, and all of your responsibilities worth accepting and fulfilling. Mothers, you are special, not just today, but every day. May the Lord Jesus Christ smile upon you and bless you all the days of your life. Have a great day and a happy, happy Mother's Day. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www. Dot pbcboston.org and tune in every Saturday morning at 10:30 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.